0: I know you're still poor, broke, busted, and disgusted because of how you've been honoring me. I'm not worth your McDonald's money. Come on, come on. I'm not worth your Red Lobster money. Yeah, come on. I ain't worth your St. John Nick. Y'all can't afford it, no how. I ain't worth your Louis Vuitton. I ain't worth your Prada. I'm not worth your Gucci. Mother, ooh, I'm saying this, and I promise you, it's not with respect and want. I'm saying it because I want you to understand just what God is saying. even found out that Movado, you can buy a Movado watch in Sam's. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. And y'all know I asked for one last year. Here it is the whole way in August. I still ain't got it. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Let me kick down the door and talk to my cheap sons and daughters. Ah, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Let me start by quoting the legendary Vincent K. McMahon, who's retired. Who in the hell do you think you are? Who the hell died and put you on the damn cross? What souls did you save? How many do you got a heaven to put us in? I can answer that question. Hell no. First of all, if you belong to this man's church, you need to run. Don't walk, run as fast as you can. Get out of there as quickly as is possible because this clown is tripping. Okay, I've heard of some stories of pastors who started asking for $1,000 from their congregation. I've heard of pastors that talk about, I need you to contribute to buy a jet so I can preach the gospel. But, you know, this is the reason why, I hate to say it like this, but I'm going to do a Willie D on y'all. This is the reason why niggas are so behind right now. It's because of punk ass slicksters like this. This ain't no pastor. And I am thoroughly insulted that y'all, they got the nerve to call this man a pastor. This man is not a pastor. He is a wolf. And he is the worst kind of wolf. He plays like he's a man of God. But he's a man, all right, but he ain't a man of God. Let me make one thing clear to y'all. First of all, I got pastors in my family. Okay? My father was a pastor. My brother was a pastor. My grandfather was a pastor. And, you know, there was a time back in the day when I was a kid growing up going to church that people treated the treated the pastor with reverence and dignity and respect because the pastor treated the office of pastor with dignity and respect. He didn't get up there just saying what he felt like he wanted to say. He didn't get up there talking all kinds of yin yang. He talked what the said the Lord, you know what I'm saying? But the problem today is, you know, with the social media age that we had today, everybody want to be a damn pastor. Now everybody thinks they can preach. Just like everybody thinks they can sing. We've seen that all day long. Full of one hit wonders. And that's the way it is with these pastors. First of all, you insult me and and call me out of my name for not giving you a watch. First of all, let me ask you. What make you think you deserve a watch? What make you think you deserve a specific type of watch? You know... The problem, and again, I gotta use the phrase. This is the reason why niggas are so behind. You got slicksters like this punk in the church taking the money and doing whatever the hell they want to do with it. They're doing what was doing the right thing. Here's something I want you to think about. I remember Dr. Umar Johnson said something to this effect. He said that every week the black church gives away gets three to five million dollars a week in tithes and offerings. Yeah. I want you to think about that number three to $5 million dollars in tithes and offerings. So at the least the black church gets about $150 million minimum a week from its people, from its congregants. Now, the question is, what the hell are we doing with all this money? Are we doing anything good for the body of Christ? Are we bringing souls to the kingdom of God? You know, are we improving the communities that these churches are in? Or are we just making the pastors look good? Listen to this little crybaby, this little crybaby ass. You know, and I hate to be vulgar like this, but Let me, I got to say it like this. Number one, these type of people are the reason why people quit going to church. People like this are the reason why parents don't trust their kids in church. People like this are the reason why so many people have become a Muslim or become atheist. They don't believe in God at all because of the actions of the so-called men of God. And I'm having to be loose with that term because this man is not a man of God at all I haven't even met the man I've only seen him for a minute or two on TV and I can guarantee you this man ain't no man of God you can't convince me he is one and you know for the, and then I hear all the pre- people in the, amen amen you know y'all need to check yourselves for real y'all really need to understand who y'all dealing with Matthew chapter 7 verses 14 to 16 says it like this. Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravenous wolves. You know them by the fruits they bear. What fruit do you think this man's bearing? If he's so worried about getting a damn Movado watch, what kind of fruit do you think he's bearing? He's probably not doing the doggone thing. These are the type of people that will have three and four offerings in, in, in one damn service, and then they'll come up with some cock and bull story like this. Well, the Lord told me that we need to raise $2,000 more. Oh, you speaking for the Lord now? Are you a pastor? You a prophet? Obviously you're not good at either one because if the Lord told you, you need $2,000 to afford the building fund. What I need to find out is what you're doing with the damn building. We still got the same hymnals. We've been singing out them same hymnals since I was a child. I'm 40 and we still sing out the same damn hymnals. When are we going to get some new hymnals? When are we going to get some new fans? When are we going to get some new tambourines? That piano might need a little bit of tuning. It sounded like it's off tune. So where's the money going? Remember, we're getting $3 million minimum a week in the black church from tithes and offerings. Now, please don't get me wrong, I understand completely. It takes finances to run a church. You got to pay for buildings, you gotta pay lights and gas and water and all those things. All those things are important in running a church. You got to pay for parking spaces, you got to pay to have for inspections. You got all these are things that have to be paid for. You have to take care of all these, this type of business. Because just like anything else, you gotta have lights on in order to run a church service. If you're going to do Zoom services and do online services, because that's a big thing now. We're doing online now, and especially during the time of COVID. People weren't going to church, but there was plenty of online church. People were still doing online services. You had to, That equipment ain't cheap. You got to pay for all that. This clown is not a shepherd. And I am thoroughly insulted that you consider him as a shepherd or anyone that thinks like him or anyone that talks like him. They are not shepherds. They are wolves. And I hate to say it, they are wolves. And I guarantee you can go to this same pastor right now and you got a need. And if you need something from the church or you got a bill you need to knock off or you got something coming up that just all of a sudden happened. I guarantee you can call that pastor all day long till your fingers fall off. He wouldn't answer your phone call. You can email him. You can text him. WhatsApp, Messenger, whatever else you use. You ain't going to get no hold of him. If I need to sit down and talk to you, what? I got to go get an appointment first? You think you are the damn Pope? <laughs> There are, and please don't get me wrong, like I said, there are good pastors out there. There are good men and women of God who understand and take seriously the office of the pastor. They understand the eternal implications of being a pastor. They understand that it is not easy to be a shepherd. Whether you have a church of three, three people or 3,000 people, They understand how serious it is. They know that there are eternal consequences. They know that everything they do and everything that they say and everything they think is going to be under the highest possible scrutiny. And they're going to be held accountable for everything that they do, whether it's good, bad, or otherwise. They understand that. And they take it seriously. They understand the, impl- the eternal implications of the words that they say in these pulpits. My mama used to tell me, you know, and I said, I want to be a preacher. My mama said, I don't want to go to school and be a preacher. And she told me, son, the only thing you know, have to know how to do is dress good and holler. You ain't got to know the word. All you got to do is look good and holler real quick. And I guarantee you'll have a congregation. But these are the things that happen when you treat the office of a pastor like a job and not like the seriousness of what it is. And please don't get me wrong. I'm not out here attacking pastors. And I'm not saying that your pastor shouldn't have nice things. But hell, if you want to provide a much hell, get your ass a job. Go work. Punch a time clock. Ain't no dishonor in that. They don't make you any less a pastor if you go work. There are plenty of pastors out there that got full-time jobs. There are plenty of pastors that have nice clothes and dress in nice things and drive nice cars and live in nice neighborhoods. But most of them are not using the the people's money to get all that. You got to understand, there are people that are so dedicated to God that they will starve before they miss out on the tithe. And I'm not saying you shouldn't be that way. Malachi chapter 3 says, Bring all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house. And prove me now herewith, said the Lord of hosts, if I will not open up the doors of heaven and pour out a blessing, that there will not be room enough to receive. I believe that scripture wholeheartedly. The Bible also says in 2 in Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8, said, says, Let everyone give. As he proposes to give, not out of grudgingly or necessity, for God loves a cheerful giver. Okay? So, the Bible is crystal clear on giving. The Bible is crystal clear on the tithe. The Bible is crystal clear on all these things. But the Bible is also crystal clear on that those who teach will be judged more strictly. That's according to James chapter 3. <clears throat> the problem with people like this, they don't want to be held accountable for nothing. They want the office of the pastor. They want the respect that comes with the pastor. They want all the benefits that come with being a pastor, but they don't want to be held accountable for nothing. Don't hold me responsible for nothing. But that's a part of being a pastor. You are at the you are at the mercy of God and of man. God because you are preaching his word and representing him. People because they are the you are responsible again, you are responsible to God and to people for the people that are in your congregation. If all you want out of it is a paycheck, don't be a pastor. Work at McDonald's, work at Mickey D's, work at Mickey D's, work at Wendy's, work at Walmart, work at uh uh Sam's Club or something. Get you a regular job where you punch a regular time clock. Don't come and don't get in them pool pits and, and and just bamboozle the damn people. And I guarantee you, this is what he's doing. He he's clowning the people. He's trying to guilt trip people to try to get make them to the give. And I know a lot of plenty. There are plenty of many pastors that do that. There are plenty of them. Get them to the guilt trip. Talking about well, if I can't if I can't get a citation, Jay, then I can't preach the gospel effectively like I should. First of all. All Roberts flew on commercial aircraft, so don't give me that bull crap. That bull crap story. There are plenty of pastors that use that that fly commercially and get the gospel preached. You just don't want to preach it. That's all that is. You think it's a job, and I'm talking to all them people like Creflo Dollar and T.D. Jakes and uh, Joyce Meyer and, and Benny Hinn and, and, and Kenneth Copeland and all the rest of. Because that's what a lot of them want to be. They want to be like them. You know, you want a Bentley, you want to live in in a nice neighborhood, you want your kid to go to a good school, you want to dress around in Stacy Adams and Gators and all that stuff. You want to be like that, go get a damn job. Quit using the pool pit for your own personal money pit. If you ain't about helping the people, damn it, get out the pool pit. Simple as that. Quit using God, quit using the Bible, quit using Jesus Christ, and quit using the people so that you can get paid, because that's what you're doing. That's all you're doing. This is what this clown is doing, and I'm going to say this to those of y'all who are in this man's church. If you're in this man's church, you better run as fast as you can. Don't walk, run. Don't look back, run, because all he going to do is lead you to hell. That's all he going to do. He ain't going to do nothing beneficial for you. All he going to do is lead you to hell. And if I want to go to hell, I don't need no man to help me go to hell. I can go to hell by my damn self. I don't need nobody to help me go there. If I want to go to hell bad enough, I don't want to go to hell. I don't. I've read the stories of what hell's like. I don't want to be there. It's too hot, too dark and too lonely. I don't want to be in hell. I don't want to be screaming. I don't want to be burning. I don't want to be hot. I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm in Texas. I don't like Texas summers. So I sure don't want to go to hell, but that's where a bunch of y'all are going to be going. You're going to be going on, going on to hell, right? With your little jack leg pastor. You know, all I'm going to say is simply this hell's going to be, there. going to be a lot of damn surprises come Judgment day. Whole lot of y'all. I'm going to tell y'all right now. <laughs> Y'all don't get y'all life together, get your life straight. Y'all stand on judgment day. Whole bunch of y'all gonna be looking seasick. (laughs) I'm telling you, you're gonna be looking seasick. When you see your pastor, not go up, but go the other way. And when it's your turn, you might want to follow your trail, your little crazy behind, right behind it. Because you followed your pastor to hell. That's all you did. He ain't right and you ain't, he ain't living right and you ain't either. Don't let your pastor get you sent to hell. I'm telling you, there are plenty of these, these jackleg preachers. They get in their heaven now. Because they ain't gonna get no heaven when they get to, get there. They get in their heaven now. They driving a Ferrari. They got a Rolls Royce. They got a Bentley. They got a mansion, a 20 room mansion with 10 bathrooms, gold colored toilets. They get in their heaven now. But I can tell you right now, I don't care how long you live. You can live 90 years, 100 years, 125 years, 175 years, 250 years. Hell, you can live as long as Methuselah lived. Eternity is too damn long to make the wrong choices. And some of y'all going to end up in hell behind y'all jackleg ass pastors because they ain't living right and you ain't, you too dumb and too lazy to question them. Y'all need to read y'all Bible for yourselves. I hate to be like this. I hate to say it this way, but I think that's the only way some of y'all gonna get the damn message. If you can't recognize the devil unless he's showing you his horns, you already doomed. And it seems like for a lot of us, the only time we pick up the Bible is when we in church. You find behind some pastor who claim he's from God, who claim he's doing Christ's work. He ain't doing Christ's work. He's doing the devil's work. When well, he talking good, he sound good. Trust me, everybody talk about God got his preachers. Yeah, the devil got his preachers too. Yeah, he does. The devil got preachers too. And he got plenty of them. They think they doing God's work, but they doing the devil's work. You, just because you talk the loudest, holler the longest, dance the best, got a pretty face and a good following, that don't make you a Christian. Just like you stick a Ford in and in a, put Mercedes emblems on a Ford. It don't make it a Mercedes. You can put Mercedes emblems all you want to. You can put a Mercedes engine in a Ford. You can put Mercedes seats and leather in a Ford, but it's still a Ford. And you got a lot of, and I, again, there are good quality, wholesome preachers out there that love the Lord, that love God's people. And are willing to do anything to help these people. He is the example of what Christ is. Jesus Christ is the good shepherd according to John chapter 10 verse 10. And there are many good preachers out there that are following in the footsteps of Christ. And those preachers deserve your honor. Yes, they deserve your gifts and your your revenue. They deserve it. But then you got idiots like this one that are in the pulpit and I better I'm telling y'all better know the damn difference don't let your pastor drag you to hell I'm saying it it sounds funny but I'm saying it with with love and I'm saying it as a warning don't let your pastor your preacher your elder your bishop whoever he want or she want to call themselves don't let them drag you to hell if they want to go to hell, let them go by themselves. let them take their kids and their wife and their husbands to hell. Don't go along with them don't 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 follow them they if you if If you follow them along the trail it's all of a sudden getting hot, you better turn around cause it's going to come a point when it's too late, and you can't turn back. I'm gonna say this as I close it out. I've been going to church for a long damn time. And I've seen some good preachers, and I've seen some like this guy. I know I know some people that can read that Bible up and down, front and back, side to side. They know every thou, thee, and thy in that work in that book. They can they can tell you everything from the last crossing of the T to the last to the first dying of the I. They know it that much. They read it that much. And then you got some like this guy, and I guarantee he look he can't he can't even read the Bible without an interpreter. But he dressed the part, he looked the part, he sound like the part, but he's not. He is a broken shepherd. And if you follow. Behind people like this, and you base your spiritual future on people like this, they are going to drag you to hell. I'm telling you, they're going to drag you to hell, and you're gonna have nobody to blame but yourself because you follow behind your pastor. You did not study the word for yourself, you did not open the book for yourself to find out what the Bible says, you follow behind your preacher, your pastor, your evangelist, your doctor, or whoever else you follow behind. They didn't know where they was going. They were lost themselves. So anybody that follow they're going to be lost too. And don't get me wrong. I'm not saying you shouldn't give. The Bible makes it clear. The, the benefits and the blessings that come with Proper, cheerful, giving. But you better understand, there are people that are like this. Not guarantee they couldn't tell you what they did with the money last month, or the month before, or the month before that, because nobody held them accountable. The community is only going to go as far as the church gets it. And if the church is jacked up, the community is going to be jacked up. We've got real issues in our communities. We've got poverty, mass incarceration, police brutality, inequalities in the housing market, education department, health department. I could go on and on and on and on and on with, every, with all kinds of things. We've got big issues to deal with. Big issues. We need to step up to the plate and strengthen those things. Get this stuff fixed. Get this stuff done right. And if your pastor ain't about that, you need to get out of their church and go find you a church that is about it. Don't let your preacher, your pastor, your evangelist, your apostle, your bishop, whatever he want to call himself, end up lending you in the hill. Because like I said, Judgment Day going to shock a whole hell of a lot of y'all. I'm letting y'all know now. It's going to shock the hell out of y'all. And you're going to find out that your preacher, your pastor, whoever he was, wasn't what he said he was. And then you're going to be looking sick. But it's going to be too late. The time to fix it is now. And if he ain't about that, there are plenty of churches that are. Get out of that hell hole and go find a good church better yet get on your knees and ask God to help you find a good church. I guarantee you he'll he'll lead you to one. Cuz there's plenty of them you can go to and he'll teach you the, the best one to go to. He a joke and so is his church. If you stupid enough to follow him, you deserve like what another preacher you deserve to go to hell with him. But I want you to change your life and change your mind. I hope you don't go to hell. I don't want nobody to go to hell. I don't want to go my damn self. So I sure don't want nobody else to go. But that's up to you. You got to get that fixed. I can't do nothing more to just tell you. The rest is on you. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter. Who is RugRed.net? my website. I will be doing YouTube videos soon. Looking forward to it so y'all can see this big face. Anyway... Y'all have a good one. We'll talk again soon. Big Mel, who is Rugrat. I'm out.